0: Hello, welcome to my roundup of November 2020's PS Plus and the games this month were Middle Earth Shadow of War, Hollow Knight and Bugsnax. We're just going to jump straight in with Middle Earth Shadow of War. So this game took up 52.4GB on the PS4 and is developed by Monolith Productions. It's a sequel to Shadow of Mordor, and I had kind of been thinking maybe we were going to get Shadow of Mordor for a long time, and instead they just gave us Shadow of War straight away, so I'm not mad, I'm quite pleased to be getting a game of this kind, it's a game I've never played before, and I was curious about, but I wasn't really going to buy because I felt like it was going to become a PS Plus game at some point. So jumping in without any prior experience, it seemed easy enough to follow, there was some great cinematics and it all set off the story very well. I did actually feel like I was watching a movie at parts. I would like to have played Shadow of Mordor first I think because I feel like potentially the opening cutscene may be spoiled like the previous game but I can't tell you that for sure because I don't know the story of the previous game. However I think if you're not that bothered I think you're totally fine to jump in at this stage. So i've actually played a couple more hours after the video that i made too so i can talk a little bit about that experience as well as what was in my video on youtube and i've had a really great time with it so far and i wholeheartedly intend to continue I've has got a lot of games to play at the moment so my first impression wasn't the best i'm not gonna lie so i felt like right the whole beginning was very tutorialized totally was Guiding you exactly where it wanted you to go, whether that was during the game or in the menus and stuff like that. However, it was such a bad tutorial, it didn't tell me anything that I needed to be able to play this game. I still had to figure out everything by myself. And in that way, the whole beginning did not feel very balanced at all. Like, either give me my freedom and let me figure it out on my own if you're gonna handhold me, then handhold me. Don't pretend you're handholding me. And then still have me questioning what the hell is going on, you know? So, the beginning kind of left a bad taste a little bit. I was like, I want this to be so much better than what it actually is. Then the further I got into it, I started getting used to the controls and stuff. Started leaving the opening tutorial area and getting more into the main story. I started to see the potential of what the rest of the game is, because it's a little bit open-world-y. Um, there's quests, there's side quests, there's collectibles, and there is the famous Nemesis system, which I still can't really comment on because I still don't know what it's about. I've played, like, about maybe three hours of the game, and I haven't really understood what that's about yet, it hasn't told me. I have killed some commanders, but... I don't really know. I've heard of it previously and that's it. From what I can gather, like, maybe if you defeat a commander, they come back with a vengeance type thing? Or, like, people that knew them? or To be honest, I don't know. (laughs) So, again, I don't know what that says about the game, That it hasn't really explained it. What I did feel like with this game is it felt a lot like it assumed that you'd played the first game. I don't know how true that is, but just from a first time perspective, it felt like it expected me to know more than I actually knew, which obviously doesn't really feel very good when you're trying to learn a new game. Not just that, I found the actual controls for movement and stuff a little bit strange to get used to. They didn't feel tight. It was a bit like jumping all over the place where I wasn't aiming to jump and stuff, but, um, that could just be a meat problem, I'm not sure. I don't mean to sound like I'm just hating on this game though, I have actually really enjoyed my time with it and I want to talk about some positives too. So I loved how cinematic it was, again I just felt like I was part of a big adventure like the movies, like I really enjoyed that. I did feel like it dropped me straight into a story that I didn't actually know what was happening. But at the same time. After I played a little while, I started following along a lot better what was happening. I enjoyed the freedom once the map opened up 100% and it made me want to come back and play more and more because now I can just do what I want type of thing. I think one of the issues is it doesn't make it very clear whether you should be following the main mission or following the side... Like, if you can just do side missions without them mattering or actually, if I... Ignore the main missions for a little bit. Start doing some side missions. Is that going to start biting me in the ass later? Because I didn't know that I shouldn't have killed this certain person? Or you know what I mean? This kind of thing is not made clear. Because personally I, I like to do a lot of side stuff. But I didn't feel quite at ease doing it. Even though I found it enjoyable too. So some there is some really cool features in this game too. I really enjoyed like sleuthing my way through the city finding worms to interrogate to find out information about other captains. I found the game forgiving enough where I didn't die yet I don't think. I managed all of the fights that came at me even though some of them were pretty hard and as you go you're unlocking more skills and abilities which gradually makes it more different. I just think overall as a fan of the lord of the rings I really want to continue this game, I loved fighting in in that world, it's really interesting and cool, and I like the orcs or whatever species they are. I like going around seeing what's happening in the world, I like seeing the different commanders and seeing what they can do. It's cool that you can figure out their weaknesses and their strengths and then fight them and use that to your advantage. I just feel like The way that the beginning of this game is structured is not the best. But I think it's actually worth powering through. Just based on what I've played so far, I've really, really enjoyed my time. I'm not even usually a stealth person, but I've actually enjoyed trying to be stealthy. And there's not too much consequence if you do get into a fight. So that's another really nice, for me, a really nice... Flexible type of gameplay that I like to see in a game. Next up, we have Hollow Knight. It is 10.1 gigabytes and it is developed by Team Cherry. I didn't know that Hollow Knight is an indie game, which may sound stupid, but we haven't had many indie games this year. And this game had so much love. Like, as before I even went into it, I saw so much praise for it that even though... Platforming and especially 2D platforming and the whole style of this game is not my thing. Even I was hyped to play it just because of how beloved the game is. And you know what? I actually enjoy playing it too and I do want to go back to it, which is another surprise for me. It's very much like a Dark Souls style gameplay. It's not, but it is. I know that the whole souls like can be overused but there's a lot of features in the game that are very similar to dark souls the way that your character progresses and the way that the deaths work and the way that the world can be explored and then maybe open up to new shortcuts that lead back and stuff like this not to mention that some people have a lot of trouble with the difficulty there's just a lot of things that make this kind of like a Dark Souls of its genre in the most complimentary way possible. So it took me a little bit of a while to get used to it because you don't get a lot of instruction, you just kind of set free in this map. You don't have a map actually, you just get set free in this world and you can figure out and survive basically. Um, you know I didn't even realise at first that you have to hold X to jump higher so I was like oh I failed already but actually once I'd figured out how the controls worked, it came quite naturally and the more that I explored, the more I wanted to explore. Um, there was little areas that I thought, I need to note that this is here so that I can come back because I feel like I need to come back once I've got a new thing, or something like that. And those are the worlds that I really do enjoy exploring. And it's difficult to do in a 2D game, I would say, but I actually just couldn't stop the urge to want to keep exploring. I was a little bit intimidated by the enemy types, and especially when I didn't know the stakes. I'm still not 100% on the stakes and how it works, but it seems to be like if you die, you have to go back to where you were to get... It's not your souls, but whatever your souls equivalent is in this game. And then if you rest, then potentially the enemies respawn again. However, what's different to souls is that you kind of have unlimited healing, Dependent on how well you do in fighting. So say so you take a few hits. Your health's really low. You've got no more healing. If you can get a few more hits in there. That will refill your health refiller. <laughs> and um, you will be able to heal. It's like you've got refillable esters. And it fills up by hitting enemies. And it's actually a pretty cool feature. It means that you can continue going without worrying about using up all of your Estus. But another really cool thing about this game I found was actually the art style. It was really nice. What I've heard is the world gets more colourful the further into the game that you get. But even though this first area was like yeah it was dark but it was supposed to be dark. And just... The art style itself I thought was really nice and it, once again, was another factor that made me want to play more. Honestly, this is a game that I shouldn't like based on my style, but I genuinely really would like to go back to it at some point. Maybe not on video or on stream, but it was the kind of game that I would love to potentially have on Switch, something like that, and have it handheld and then you can jump in for a bit and. Jump out again when you're done. I think that's how I'd like to play this game. And then finally, we got our first PS5, PS Plus game, which is Bugsnax. Bugsnax is developed by Young Horses. I'm not sure how much space it took up, but I did play it on my PS5. It was in fact my first PS5 experience. So Bugsnax all kind of started off as a little bit of a meme from its first trailer, and I feel like... No one really knew what this game was going to be about, I didn't know. I almost watched someone else play it and then I thought, you know what, I kind of want to experience this for myself. So I went into it blind and I actually liked what I played so much more than what I expected to. I talked about this in the video but I'm going to talk about it a little bit again. So when I was listening to the Left Behind Game Club's Pokemon Snap podcast episode, they were talking about ways that they would like To see a new Pokemon Snap implemented. And I never played Pokemon Snap. But when I was playing Bug Snacks. It was right after listening to this podcast. And I was like. This could be like this setup for Pokemon Snap. Basically there's all these little Bug Snacks. They are bugs crossed with food. They're very tasty apparently. And you kind of have a Pokedex scanner. Where you can scan all the different bugs. You can eat them and get different body parts. But the whole thing to me was, if you just replace that scanner with a camera and replace the bug snacks with Pokemon, you have Pokemon Snap. You have to kind of solve, it's not puzzles, but maybe it's a little bit puzzly, trying to solve how to catch the different bug snacks. And as you go, you will get like new different types of traps and stuff. Like uh, when I was playing, I had the trap and then I also got Ketchup because apparently a few bug snacks like to eat ketchup, they go wild over it. And then I had something else too, and there was still quite a few slots in my wheel for other different traps. Now it's going to start off simple, but I can imagine the possibilities as we go along on figuring out how to solve the different ways to catch these different bug snacks. And not only that, obviously the game was going to be about bug snacks, like that was obvious, and I kind of had a feeling it was going to be about sort of finding them all, catch them all type thing. However I didn't realise it was going to have a full on story attached and apparently it's not even very like family friendly. I didn't get that far into it but apparently it gets a little bit dark which was totally unexpected. As far as I've got we have found that someone is missing and what we have to do is we need to bring everyone back to the town and interview them all and try and solve the mystery whilst also catching bug snacks and this to me has a few different types of genre that really appeal to me that have all come into one game which I really enjoy so there's like the detective aspect of it there's the whole restoring a town aspect of it that is something that I've wanted in a game for quite a while where you can like go out find the people help them out and then they'll come back and live in the town I don't know exactly if that's how it works because I didn't get that far but that's how I imagine that it works and it's a gameplay mechanic that I have been really wanting a game surrounded by so that's exciting to me and then interviewing everyone, figuring out what's happened and once again filling up your bug snack radar. It's got a lot going on and I don't think it's like, it's not the shortest game. So to get it for free is a really really nice thing because it's not a game that I would ever buy unless I knew what it was about. There's no way for me to play it blind while knowing what it's about you know. So I am very, very grateful that we got snacks this month. So November was the first month of PS Plus where people had a PS5. And to me, they absolutely knocked it out of the park. I was talking last month on my roundup that they really could do with doing something special this month. I was really hoping they would bring in the PS5 with a bang. And I really believe they did that. In fact, I think this is the best month of the year. And I feel very grateful for all of the cool games. And the idea that we are going to continue getting PS5 games. Hopefully that means we're going to be getting three games in the future. I feel like I haven't seen this particularly confirmed anywhere by like official sources. But I have heard rumours that hopefully they're going to be continuing with the PS5 games. Which is excellent. I bet it's a little bit hard right now because there's not a huge catalogue obviously for PS5. But I guess the backwards compatibility makes it a little bit sweeter, so anything you get you can play on your PS5. You can also claim the PS5 games even if you don't own the PS5 yet, which yeah I, I think they should do, we shouldn't have to be grateful for that. But at the same time, that's really good that we can do that because so many people unfortunately have missed out on getting a PS5 so far so at least they can start building up their catalogue before they manage to get the console and then they'll have these games ready and waiting as soon as they manage to pick one up. Also not forgetting that the PS Plus Collection came with the PS5 too. The games that I've installed from that are games like Persona 5, uh, Monster Hunter World, God of War and uh, Crash. And these are all games that again I was not going to buy. I know a lot of people weren't happy about the PS Plus collection because they were saying most people have already played these games but that is honestly not true. Lots of people will have missed these games. Maybe people will be getting the PS5 for the first time and what's a better way to introduce them to PlayStation and give all these games like with instant access? I'm personally very excited about the PS Plus collection particularly if they're going to keep adding to it. It seems like these games are free to keep forever as long as you've got your subscription, which to me, suits me much better than the format where they are on the service for a few months and then leave the service. I prefer the idea of just keeping my subscription and then having the games available to me when I have time to play them. So, everything about this month for me has been a very, very great month, such a success. I want to wish all of the congratulations to Sony for the successful launch of the PS5. There's been things that haven't been successful about it, for sure, but as a person that hasn't had any problems and is very grateful for it, I just want to congratulate them because of all of the years of happiness that I've had from PlayStation, you know? And I hope that everybody that got their PS5 has also enjoyed it as much as I have. I have to give mine back now until christmas because mine is a present and i'm really looking forward to christmas to being able to open it again and make some more memories and i really hope that everyone who is after one gets one as soon as they can please do not give in to the people that bought these ps5s and then are selling them from ridiculous prices please do not do it if no one ever bought anything off them they would stop doing it Because they would earn no money. There would be no reason for them to do it. So all I can like do is beg that people please don't feed these people that are doing this. Because they're just spoiling it for everyone. And I would like to think if people would just stop using them. Maybe by the time the next console launch comes around. Maybe these people won't do it anymore. (laughs) I mean that's really hopeful thinking but you know. It's a frustrating thing, and we can all do our part by just not... not using them. Two more things before I wrap it up. First of all, if you did get a PS5, or if you are getting a PS5, you must play Astro's Playroom. It comes pre-installed on your PS5. It is a free or complimentary game, so you don't pay any extra for it. And it is just a must-play, especially if you have grown up in the PlayStation household. Even if not, still play it, but if you have, oh my goodness, it is a lot of fun. It is the most joyful experience that you may even have playing a game this year. It is way past my expectations. It's fantastic, give it a go. Let me know what you think if you play it, because I played it on stream and I had an absolute party. I loved it so much. And finally, December's games have been announced, which is the last month of the year for PS Plus. The games are Just Cause 4, Rocket Arena, and for PS5 and PS4 is Worms Rumble. Now I've actually played the open beta of Worms Rumble. There is a video on my YouTube if you would like to get a sneak peek at it I guess. I will also do a video for PS Plus. But if anybody's interested, the whole VOD is there. We had some single player and some multiplayer going on. And we honestly had a lot of fun with it. I can't say that I'm absolutely stoked about the choices next month. But I'm also going to withhold my judgement until I play them. Because I don't know how they're going to live up to this month again. Because this month was an absolute banger. (laughs) So, with that said, I will see you next month for December. I'm going to try and make some... End of year content too. I'm not quite sure how that's going to look yet. But I have to do a summary of the year. Because I find it really exciting. Just to see what we've got in the previous year. And then have an idea maybe. What could be to come for the next year. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to make some content anyway. So thank you so much for listening or watching. If you want to catch me streaming. You can find me on Twitch. at control Or you can find me anywhere else. YouTube. On the socials whatever, a controller out If you enjoy my content please let me know. I'd love to hear from anyone that either listens to or watches any of these to let me know what you like about it or what you don't like about it or whatever. I have a lot of fun doing it so I'm going to continue doing it regardless. But it's always nice to hear from people so just let me know. Thank you so much. I will see you next month.